Do you have questions about your health? Do you need to find out what's keeping you from feeling your absolute best? If so, your intuition has guided you to the right place. I am Dr. Charlize, and welcome to the Art of Healing podcast community. In this podcast, we explore all topics in health and wellness, from Reiki to functional medicine, energy medicine, chakras, and meditation. Join me every week for fresh new episodes that highlight healers, various healing modalities, and choose this as your opportunity to find what healing works best for you. If you want to learn more about me, simply Google at Dr. Charlize. Enjoy. Hello, and welcome back to the Art of Healing podcast. This is Charlize. Thank you so much for joining me for today's topic, The Limits of Reiki. Reiki, as I've discussed in some of my previous uh, blog posts, as well as um, on the uh, podcast, is an energy medicine healing modality. There are several, of course, but Reiki is the one that I'm familiar with that can be used in a number of settings and for the most part is felt to be able to heal or alleviate any condition. However, I do want to address one topic in my observations as a practicing physician, um, which doesn't mean this is exactly right or this is the gospel, but um, one topic I I will often educate my patients and my clients on, my Reiki clients, is um, diseases tend to come in a spectrum. Um, Although in clinical medicine, when we're diagnosing our patients, we tend to do it as a black and white thing. So either you have the disease or you don't have the disease. In real life, diseases develop on a spectrum. They start as maybe a potential or risk, and they graduate all the way to a form of the disease that's the most severe, um, life-threatening or life-ending. And diseases, which we know are basically a form of energy blockade or you know energy disruption in the mind or the body. So in this podcast, I'd like to discuss how there can be some limits to what Reiki can do. I think it's good to always have expectations for those that may be considering pursuing a healing modality such as uh, Reiki. So when I'm working with Reiki clients or those that are interested in Reiki, I do advise them that Reiki is helpful in many conditions and it's helpful. Really, there there are no limits in the ways that we can use Reiki if we're treating a medical condition or a psychological condition or something beyond like a, you know, karmic disconnection or energetic cords. Um, However, um, in terms of medical conditions, um, I've I never want to give the impression to anyone that um, you know if you only do Reiki that'll take care of everything and that's all you need. Depending on what you're going through, um, you very well need more. You may need multiple treatment modalities to treat it. 
So we'll use the example of uh, type 2 diabetes or adult onset diabetes. There are probably many, well, there are many disease states that we could um, discuss the same concept, but I think for the uh, sake of this, this discussion, we'll stick to one that's common, we're all familiar with, and to some extent, we could all have risk for type 2 diabetes, depending on your genetics. So um, disease is a block of energy that causes dis-ease in the body. Um, type 2 diabetes, its end result is elevated glucose in the bloodstream that leads to damage on multiple levels to blood vessels, nerves, arteries, veins, and organs. So type 2 diabetes rarely develops overnight. Most of the time it's developing very, very slowly over decades. Now, unfortunately, in modern medicine, we often aren't seeing type 2 diabetes until the disease is completely manifest and the person's awareness is brought to the disease. So it seems like it's developed suddenly overnight, when in fact, the disease process that set it up was coming for decades. So when we're dealing with a disease like type 2 diabetes, which is likely going to be an end result with a block in the solar plexus chakra, um, you may recall from some of my other podcasts, um, I like to... Uh, discuss the organs based on where they are, the chakra system. So the pancreas is what we'll consider it as blocked in type 2 diabetes. So if we wanted to heal someone that has type 2 diabetes, and let's say that they are just diagnosed, and we know we have an energy block in that pancreas, so how will we heal it? So depending on when this person presents, so for instance, Maybe they present um, very, very early in the disease course, so early in the disease course that the actual disease, which by modern medicine would be a full diagnosis of, um, you know, a what we say a fasting sugar or fasting glucose, which is a blood sugar when you haven't eaten for at least eight hours that is higher than 120 or a blood sugar that is higher than 140 within two hours after eating. So let's say that the person's presenting even before that step, that the disease process may be starting, the blockage in the solar plexus is starting, but let's say they're presenting so early in the disease process, their blood sugars are still normal, that even if we check their blood sugar after meals, it's still normal. But maybe the person is starting to notice when they eat certain meals, they don't feel so well. Uh, if they eat lots of sugar, they notice they're very hungry within an hour or two of eating and paradoxically have to eat again despite having completed a full meal or maybe even earlier. So maybe someone who's just noticing sugar cravings. But if we checked all of their blood work in traditional medicine, it may come back normal. So if this individual were interested in healing or maybe preventing the full manifestation of diabetes, what would be an appropriate treatment option? So on a, the way that I often think of these diseases is they're on a spectrum. And if they're very early in the disease course, such as this individual who maybe still has normal blood work, but they are feeling diabetic, 
or they have a family history of diabetes and a much deeper discussion um, that we, we won't get into, but their energy body may carry the energy signature of diabetes because of family history and what they've witnessed and some emotional things they're hanging on to, maybe some unresolved anger. Um, so they may have the energetic blueprint to develop the dis-ease of diabetes. In this individual, where the energy is shifting to a disease pattern, but the disease has not physically manifest, this may be an ideal person that could consider um, adding a healing modality such as Reiki or learning Reiki on their own so that they learn to tune into their own body, to their own solar plexus chakra, start developing their own healing energy program that they do at home in combination with improving the diet and making sure healthy whole foods that are low in the glycemic index are being consumed rather than highly processed high glycemic foods. It's actually not unreasonable to think that early in this disease paradigm of diabetes that Reiki could actually alleviate or turn the disease around. In this example in particular, if this person who has a risk of diabetes is open and willing and is ready to do their work personally, if they were willing to become a Reiki provider for themselves and start to treat themselves every day with Reiki, there is real potential of some amazing healing benefits. Um, the self-practice of Reiki is a wonderful meditation practice, a wonderful mindfulness practice. And to boot, you also get to heal yourself. You get to send healing energy to yourself. So what I often find in the spectrum of diabetes, those individuals that are pre-diabetic often are dealing with anger, anxiety, um, a sense of hurry or rush, and they're often feeling pressured. I see those same sort of emotional patterns coming with um, early diabetes or diabetic risk pretty often. And in those individuals having a healing practice such as Reiki, they could do on themselves, uh, potentially could help reverse the disease. I think that um, if they had the ability to quiet their minds, slow down their minds, slow down their bodies, have some quiet time, it would then open the door in a beautiful way that they could start approaching their lifestyle changes gently and with love. They would be able to work with their families to get everyone eating healthier. Just as a side note to the listeners, um, I honestly rarely see one diabetic in a household. There rarely is one. There may be one diabetic in the household that's manifest the disease, but depending on how many family members are there, there usually are several family members who are on their way to being diabetic because the lifestyle of the house encourages it. So in terms of disease spectrum, someone with very early diabetes using subtle energy like Reiki on themselves or receiving treatments could absolutely be beneficial. So now considering a more severe case, uh, so let's say this may be an individual who has manifest the disease of diabetes, meaning that their blood sugars remain elevated even when they are not eating, their pancreas is no longer working very well and is not communicating well with the liver or the muscles or the fat, 
meaning that either they don't respond to the insulin they produce or they no longer are able to produce insulin. And the blood sugars remaining elevated are now causing damage to the body. Uh, We know that when sugars are high, they damage the arteries, they cause damage to the nerves in the body. Um, High glucose will damage the kidneys and the eyes, even the brain and the skin. So in this individual, who unfortunately now the disease, dis-ease, has fully manifest. So um, that energy blockage in the solar plexus is maybe solidified so that the pancreas is either no longer receiving the prana chi uh, reiki of of a healthy, happy, flowing system, and it is now physically causing... um, disorder in the pancreas. So now that we have the full disease manifest. So in this individual, if they present and they maybe think, well, I would like to use a healing modality such as Reiki to cure this diabetes and I don't want to take any medication. I want to just cure this only with diabetes. So this is where we want to have caution. So, um, and I, you know, Present decided that you know diseases occur on a spectrum for the most part. The way we handle disease in the United States in the healthcare system, unfortunately, we are handling it usually after the disease has manifest. We do make attempts to catch disease early when the risk is there, but for most or for many individuals, we may not be acting until the disease has caused damage. Reiki is subtle energy. So it's energy that depending on who you are, where you are in life, you may not be able to sense it, feel it, touch it. Um, If you aren't necessarily in a quiet place in your mind, if you aren't practicing meditation, um, if you just sort of live in like a busy life, you may not sense the your own life force energy. And depending on where you're in life, you probably don't. It's actually there. But if you're in a place where you have not initiated that part of your your healing journey yet, um, you may not sense it. If you are, you know, as you know, a yoga instructor or you already meditate or you study traditional Chinese medicine or you're an Ayurvedic practitioner, um, and those individuals, they very are very much are likely aware of life force flowing, chi, prana, all of that. So they probably have a sense of when their own energy is flowing very well. So if you don't normally have that sense, or you're just starting your journey, you're just starting to learn, um, these types of energy are gentle. And although they can work and they can help to alleviate disease, the amount of time it may take and the amount of force it may take to sort of move that disease process back the other direction is is questionable. So in my example with this individual who has, you know, you know, diabetes with high sugars, that's causing damage to the eyes or the kidneys um, using Reiki by itself. I frequently would compare with um, trying to move a semi-truck with a little red wagon with wheels. Eventually, or just trying to move the Mack truck by me standing behind it and pushing it, just one woman just pushing the truck. 
maybe with time, with enough time and enough force, if I just lean into that truck and I keep pushing and I keep pushing, I might eventually get that truck to move a tenth of an inch just with my own bodily force. However, with the weight of the truck and the inertia of the truck and the fact that I'm not moving at the speed of light, I'm a human standing behind the truck, the likelihood of me being able to move that truck from point A to point B is very little. And that is how we want to recognize some of these disease processes, that your ability to move them with only a subtle energy treatment if they become severe unfortunately, is going to be limited. So in that individual who is manifesting the full disease, I never want them to feel that they don't have access to something like Reiki, or they shouldn't use acupressure or meditation. They absolutely should. But in terms of keeping the body safe, maintaining the health of the organs, in these individuals, it would be better to initiate something like the Reiki journey along with the medical treatments, along with the nutrition, along with the movement program. So we'd want to have all of that roped in together. And in terms of someone who has the full disease manifestation that may be making them ill, um, Reiki would absolutely play a role, especially if they decided to learn Reiki to treat themselves. Um, what a lot of folks that don't deal with diabetes or haven't known a diabetic in their life don't realize is that um, when individuals first become diabetic, it's very upsetting. It's jarring. It's emotionally traumatizing because they usually learn in one or two visits that the way they lived is wrong. Everything they've done is wrong. You got to do something else different or you're going to die. I mean, that's pretty much the message that they get. Um, they hear that all of their favorite comfort foods are gone. You can no longer take comfort in this or that because it's going to hurt you and you got to do something else. So um, there is definitely an emotional trauma to becoming diabetic and having a, a subtle energy self-healing modality that could be done at home, such as Reiki, could definitely help ease the blow. And again, raise a person's intuition, help them tune into their body help them start to deal with the emotional pain that's led them to where they are. But um, if we know that we're in an emergency situation where blood sugars are over 200, where, they're, where they could do permanent damage to the body, then we want to go ahead and invite in our medical treatments. We want to have medicines to stabilize the sugars. Um, in addition to making sure we improve the diet, move it away from the highly processed uh, foods that are high in sugars to a whole foods, healthy, plant-based diet with occasional healthy meats. So I used diabetes just as an example, but the disease process in this disease spectrum could be any disease. It could be, for instance, cancer. Um, by the time someone presents with cancer, um, the, the body's programming, the energy signature of their body was setting them up for it, unfortunately, for a long time. Um, it could be um, asthma. Asthma is one that on disease spectrum, the way I consider it, often the energy signature and programming is starting in childhood with food allergies that may be fully manifest as an adult. Um, definitely, you know, autoimmune diseases such as rheumatoid arthritis, um, 
by the time an individual is positive for rheumatoid arthritis with findings on their x-ray or findings in their blood work, they often were feeling symptoms years before they tested positive. So again, I, I just use diabetes as an example, but if it, and hopefully this makes sense that, you know, these diseases, the things we deal with in modern medicine often don't just occur overnight. They occur very slowly. Again, Reiki can definitely alleviate these, but for anyone that is seeking subtle energy, a healing art such as Reiki, I think it's good to keep it in perspective and know that Reiki may be part of your healing program, and I think maybe should be a mandatory part of your healing program, but its role in terms of severe disease is likely going to be to help you tuning into your body, raising your intuition, and gently learning to love yourself so that you can live differently and feel better. Well, thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Heart Art of Healing podcast. Um, it is always a pleasure to share this content, and I hope that it is worthwhile of your time, of course, as a listener. Um, as always, thank you so much for joining me. Um, always check back because there'll be weekly episodes. And if you feel so moved and you do feel that this podcast was helpful, please put a like or a comment on the um, the um, the way you're listening to the podcast. If it's on Google Podcast or on Apple Podcast, um, I would really appreciate if you have the time to spare to um uh, list a review for me. That would be really helpful. And then of course, my website, healingartshealthandwellness.com is always available. And if you want to be notified when new episodes go live, you can always sign up for my email list. Thank you so much. I know there's so much content out there. So I appreciate the time that you spend with me until next week. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining during this episode of the Art of Healing podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please leave a review. Also, you can check your show notes to find out how to get a copy of this and future episodes emailed directly to your inbox available to listen to anytime. Finally, if you have questions or wish to connect to me, check your show notes to find out how we can get connected and find out how I can be of service to you. 